service by the authority of the name of Jesus. Everything unclean, spirit of witchcraft, you got to go. Doubt and unbelief, I take authority over it now, over this congregation, that there would be a freedom from the word of God today, that everyone that needs a miracle and deliverance can get it. In Jesus' name we pray. Clap your hands to him one more time. Brother Smith's no visitor. He's amongst home folk. He said it the other day. I, I didn't realize all the people that he is connected to in this church. Sister Gail, your son, and on down the line. Brother Ron worked together, and it just goes on and on and on, the people. So he's not a stranger, but here's what he is. He's not a stranger. He's a man of God. And when he comes to this pulpit, he's going to come as a man of God, carrying the word of God for us. And I believe very strong in the Holy Ghost. He could have been anywhere else today. But he called and said, hey, because I told him, if you get anything open, and he called and said, hey, this is, he could have called anybody from here, from Madison, Mississippi, to, but he called and said, here it is. I believe it's the will of God. Brother Smith, come. Do what you feel in the Holy Ghost. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Come on, let's give him a shout of praise in the building. I mean, loves your pastor, pastor's wife and the family and leadership of this church. I feel the Holy Ghost in here right now. I need somebody to give God a little crazy praise in the house. I don't know why, but I feel like rejoicing in the house. I'm here to tell the devil you're a liar at the the father of lies and the truth isn't in you. I'm excited about being in the house of the Lord right now. I said I'm excited about being in the house of the Lord right now. The devil doesn't have any power in here. The devil doesn't have any dominion in here. The devil is a liar, a deceiver, a father of lies and the truth isn't in him. God is about to bless people in this house here today. God is about to touch people in this house here today. There's a sweet presence of the Holy Ghost here. My, my, my. You know, the enemy don't like you to worship. The enemy don't like you to open your mouth and sing praises unto the Lord. The fact that the enemy had his way, he wouldn't want you in this building right now. But I, I'm here to serve notice. I don't really feel no opposition, but here's what I feel like. I feel like the enemy's been lying to a few folk, and we're about to expose him for what he is. And we're going to tell him, I'm about to put you under my feet, and I am about to take authority in this house, and there's about to be a shift in the atmosphere. There is about to be a shift in the atmosphere. I've been in enough services to know, boy. He just don't stop. If you're in the building and he ain't fighting you right now, you lost and don't know it. But hey, but if he's fighting you right now, you on good terms with the man upstairs because that means he ain't got you yet. It's when you come to church and sit there like a knot on a dill pickle. It's all right. 
Bible said, and as ye go, he said, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received and freely ye give. Let me preach just for a few moments. I won't preach long today. I promise about the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Ooh, the kingdom of heaven, it is at hand. We're about our father's business, are we not? One more time, give him a hand clap of praise. It's good to see so many friends. I love coming to this place. My, 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 my. You can sit in if you want. Miracles, everybody loves the sound of that word. But I believe that I am in a place that still believes in the miracle working power of God. Can I tell somebody that the days of miracles are not over? but they've only just begun. What makes miracles happen? Can I tell somebody in the building that it's not our ability? It's not our talent. It's not in some old name it and claim it or blab it and grab it kind of place, but miracles are only done by the awesome power of God. Can I tell somebody in the building here this morning that Bible said, let every soul be subject unto a higher power. For there is no power but of God and the power that is ordained of God. He said, who's so therefore ever resist the ordinance of God uh, shall receive it in themselves uh, damnation. Uh, he said, but now it is high time uh, that we awake out of sleep uh, because your salvation is nearer than you could ever believe. Uh, can I tell somebody you ought to shake yourself right now. You ought to say, I'm coming to get my miracle. I'm coming to get my deliverance. Uh, I'm coming to get my blessing. Uh, I'm not backing down. I'm not backing away. I'm I'm not throwing in the towel. God has something for me in this house. You got to get it in your mind, your body, and your spirit that God can do anything. You got to get it in your heart uh, that God is still a miracle working God. Uh, can I tell somebody in the house, uh, my God is alive and well. Uh, my God is not a dead God. Uh, my God is not a dried up God. Uh, my God is not a plucked up God. But my God is alive and well. Somebody ought to say, I'm about to get my blessing. I'm about to be changed. That weight of heaviness is about to leave my mind, my body, or my spirit. Somebody ought to shout like you know it's about to happen. Somebody ought to praise like you know it's about to happen. Somebody ought to believe that it's going to happen. Can I tell you that men are not faith healers? Men are not problem solvers. Men are not miracle workers. Men are not saviors. Uh, all a man is is a vessel used uh, by an awesome God. But the God that I serve, uh, he is uh, a problem solver. He is a soul satisfier. He is a body healer. He is a way maker. And his name is Jesus Christ. You want something from the Lord? You can have it. You're looking for something from God? He can do it. That Bible said that it's not by power and it's not by my spirit. But what he said, but here's the deal. He said, it's not by might. He said, it's not by power. He said, but it's by my spirit, say the Lord of hosts. In this building, if you want it, you can have it. In this building, if you're looking for it, it can happen. If the building, if you... If you 
discern it, it's going to happen. What you got to do is shake yourself and say the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I'm about to receive what I want from God. A couple Sundays ago, Pastor Benoit, I was preaching in Tampa. And uh, they busted out in the center aisle. And here come a man leading a man. I'm not mocking. I'm not making fun of. And I'm thinking, buddy, they're coming pretty quickly. He got down here, and uh, the platform at that church is real high. You don't jump off that platform. Not unless you think you're Spider-Man. <laughs> you go on down and go down them stairs like regular. That thing's so high. I said, man, man, break a neck, fall off this thing. Come down. I said, hey, what's he want? He said he wants to see. I said, well, good. Let him see. He goes, well, let's pray. As we begin to pray, all of a sudden, the gentleman grabbed his face. He began to turn his head, and he began to look around. I said, what's going on down there? You gotta, you'd have to see the, the altar. The altar space is about, uh, about from me to the sound booth. <laughs> you know, it's like way out there. I'm like, what's going on? All of a sudden, the guy started screaming, I can see. I said, can you see? He said, I can see. And the man said, but he couldn't see before, and he had never been able to see since birth. He said he was born blind. I'm thinking in my mind, you know what? God's an awesome working God. God is a soul-saving God. God can do anything in the house. I'm telling you, God can open up blind eyes. He can unstop deaf ears. He can take care of any sickness, any disease. you got to get it in your mind that my God is a miracle working. God the kingdom of heaven is at hand my signs and wonders and miracles are not for the believers for the unbeliever we ought to not be astounded when God does things we ought to be like that ain't nothing that's my God that ain't no big deal that's God there ain't no problem with that that's God what you ought to do is bump your neighbor and say, get ready. God's about to bless you. God's about to touch you. God's about to do something for you. There's not a sickness my God can't handle. There's not a disease my God can't handle. I said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And God can do anything. Gentlemen come up and said, I got spurs. I said, I don't see none. He said, no, in my... In my heels, I said, oh, okay. He goes, it's hard for me to walk. He said, I got some special little platform stuff in my shoes. He said, I'm believing God's going to give me a miracle. I said, sir, you got 90% of the battle won right there. I said, when you believe, God can do anything. When you begin to speak, God can do anything. I've said it here before, but I'll say it again. Your miracle's in your mouth. What you say is what you're going to get. As we begin to pray for that man, all of a sudden, pastor, he took his shoes off. He began to dance and jump. The pastor said, he can't do that. I said, he can now because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. You say, what are you telling me? He's a miracle worker. I need somebody to say it. He's a miracle worker. I need somebody to shout it. He's a miracle worker. I need somebody to believe it. He's a miracle worker. 
Can I tell you, God likes people that are looking for a potential miracle. Don't be afraid to put a little feet on your faith and say, I'm about to step out. True faith is when you step out, not knowing where the next one's going to lead. True faith is when you say, you know what? I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I know one thing. My God has never lied. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. My God can do anything. My God can handle anything. My God can do it all. That Bible said, but he said, and Jesus said unto him, because of the unbelief, for verily I say unto thee, if you got faith the grain of a mustard seed, he said, you can look into the mountain and say, remove hence to yonder place, uh, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible unto him. I'm telling you, God can do anything here today. God can handle any situation today. God can take care of anything today. My God can take care of addiction. My God can My God can heal your marriage. My God can quit you get get you to quit drinking. My God, if you let him can get you to quit gossiping. When we talk about sin, we always just want to talk about drinking. Smoking, popping pills, prescribed or not, CBD gummies. But there's more sin, like gossiping, backbiting, murmuring, complaining. God said, I can handle all that too if you just let me. Some people don't get what they want from God because they like gossip. They like complaining and murmuring. Thank God we don't do that here. We're talking about the other folks. But I'm saying what you got to do is you got to get rid of stinking thinking. You got to get a checkup from the neck up and say the kingdom of God is at hand right now. I'm about to see my family saved. I'm about, I'm about to see my loved ones saved. I'm about to see. I'm about to see something change in the atmosphere. God is about to bless my family. You hear me now, Indian Village? They're going to line up to get into this building. I ain't just puffing no smoke. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. You better get ready. You better get ready. God has got his favor upon this house. I know it. I know it. Even that Bible said he could do no many mighty wonderful works. Said he laid a hand on a few sick folk and healed them. Marveled because of the unbelief. Hey, I can't figure out how he does it. I just know he can do it. <laughs> if I'd figure it out, there wouldn't be no faith in it. I, I can't figure out how he makes it happen. I just know he can make it happen. I, I'm not mocking. I'm not, I'm not knocking nobody. But let me tell you what happened uh, about two, three Sundays ago. I met Brother Easterlands. Pastor's been there preaching. Man, mighty man of God. When I started going to that church, they didn't even have 20 people. They got about 500 now. Uh, they got four churches. They got like five, 600 people. You've been there. They're doing so good. One denomination, they can't get nobody to come to their church, so they just gave them the whole building and said, here, y'all can have it free of charge. 
Uh-oh. What you going to do when they say, here, we're about to give you this building? Are you so stuck? Uh -oh. Are we so stuck in a rut that we can't take something else and say, you know what? Hey, what are you going to do when Indian Village says we got 25 works happening? I'm telling you right now, you better get ready. God's about to open something in the atmosphere to this house. There, there is about to be a shift in this atmosphere. Gave him the building, Pastor. Gave him the keys. He said, what do we owe y'all? They said, nothing. Just take it and do something with it. They got about 80 people in it right now. Hadn't even been going a year. People just come up and say, man, we thought this thing was shut down. They said, yeah, we're under new management. I told them, put that out on the church sign, under new management. I said, let somebody come give them a try under new management. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand under new management. Woman comes to the front. I'm not mocking. I just like to tell you like it was. Her, her arms and her face is pitted. Pitted. Uh, her face is contorted. Leaning to one side. She comes to the altar. And uh, she got to praying a little bit. And she jumps up and runs to the restroom and begins to get rid of things that she had on her. Persons. And, and uh, I wasn't in the restroom, but the hostess that went with her was come out and told us and I'm like well I'm getting crazy now church is getting nuts now throwing away meth ain't nobody throws away meth <laughs> I mean they might they might do a little bit more and say that I ain't gonna do no more but they ain't throwing it away <laughs> it's like all those people throwing away hundred dollar bills you don't throw away hundred dollar bills do you Oh, I don't even need that. <laughs> now, now, Brother Ron might throw him away. He's so, but, but I mean, the common, the common guy. We, she's just taking stuff off, man, throwing stuff away. Told, told the hostess, don't smoke this. It's laced with such and such. She said, it'll kill you if you ain't used to it. I'm, I'm being honest. Had, had a wad of meth just coming. She's coming back down. My boy, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I looked at him. I said, Spencer, you all right? He goes, not really, Daddy. I said, get up here, son. Say, say something. He goes, wait. I said, just say what you feel in the Holy Ghost. He don't know. He don't know what's going on. Girl comes back down here, and my son began to give the lineage of Jesus Christ, talking about how the Lord Jesus Christ came from the lineage of a harlot. People say, what? I did not learn that in Lesson 6 in the Bible study. Jesus had some hoochies in his lineage. I'm sorry. Y'all be all right. It's all right. My boy's just talking about it. All of a sudden, this girl began to scream out. My boy don't know. My boy, he's a pure little fella. He don't know where all she come from. He don't know what's going. And all of a sudden, Pastor, while we're praying for her, she began to speak with other tongues. And I'm thinking, wow, what a great thing. What, what a... What a deliverance God's doing. But while she began to speak with other tongues, all of a sudden, her face just straightened up. All of a sudden, her face went clear. And she jumped up and started screaming. What? 
just happened to me. I said, welcome to the kingdom. I wasn't preaching that, but I just told her, welcome to the kingdom. Can I tell you in this building, there's not one thing you're battling that God can't fix. There's not one situation going on in your body, your mind, or your spirit that God can't handle. Well, what we got to do is we got to not let pride keep us from getting what we want from God. God said, I'm trying to get you healthy. Oh, the angels of the Lord are in this building right now. God said, I'm trying to get you healthy because I've got a work for you to do, Indian Village. I'm trying to get you in one mind and one accord because I've got, and it's been a great work, but God said, I've got more for you. The kingdom. It's about the kingdom. Talked to Gina. I said, how's the girl doing? Said, she ain't missed. Said, she's coming. Said, she's believing. But that old Bible said, what if some did not believe? Shall the unbelief make the faith of God without effect? He said, uh-uh. He said, let God be true and every man a liar. See, the Lord can do anything if, if we'll let him. My daddy told me one time, he said, son, if worms had machine guns, birds wouldn't eat them. He said, but that's just if. You got to think about that a while. He had a few more ifs, but we'll just stop right there. But anyway, if worms had machine guns, birds wouldn't eat them. I'm thinking, boy, what a thought there, Pop. He said, if my people, which are called by my name. He ain't nowhere in there where he says, I'm going to force you to love me. Ain't no way in there. He said, I'm going to force you to do what he he said. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay it out before you. I'm going to put a table in the presence of your enemy. I ain't going to put them behind you. I'm going to put them right in front of you. And you're going to determine what you're going to take of and partake of. You're going to determine what's going to happen. He said, I'm going to lay it out before you. And whatever it is that you want, you can abundantly satisfy. God says you can obtain anything that you want. What you got to do and what I got to do is get in our mind that that's what I want to happen. So the Lord can do anything in the house. Bump your neighbor. Say the Lord can do anything. Come on. Tell somebody. He said because God has dealt to every man a measure of faith. I, I never really even looked at it. We always talk about the grain of a mustard seed. I was preaching that somewhere about the grain, and somebody brought me a whole little pack of mustard seeds. I, I, probably, I got them in my Bible probably. Oh, I do have them. They gave me all kinds of little mustard seeds. And so I, I took one out, and I was thinking to myself, man, if I held that mustard seed up, you couldn't even see it. And I was talking about that mustard seed when we got in the car. You know, your wife's always right. My wife said, baby, you keep getting out the Bible. I said, what do you mean? She said, you just holding up that mustard seed. I said, well, yeah, I'm preaching about mustard seed faith. And she goes, well, it, it didn't say. She said, it said the grain of a mustard seed. I said, what do you mean? She said, you need to cut that thing up. She said, and that's what he, just the grain of a mustard seed. And I started thinking, boy, I tell you, 
Isn't that something? We're looking for the whole seed when Jesus said, no, no, just take a little piece of it. He said, if you got faith, the grain of a mustard seed. He said, huh? Something you can't even hardly see. Holding it up right there. All you can see is the paper it's in. If you can see that, come see me. I want to take a picture with you after and find out who your eye doctor is. <laughs> I know pastor can't see it. There ain't no doubt. The grain grain of a mustard seed. So in the building here today, if we want something, it can happen. If we're looking for something, it's going to take place. If we want God to handle it, then all we got to do is just put our guard down and say, all right, God, here I am. I'm asking you, Lord, to work on my behalf. All right? So, so I'm, I'm done preaching. I know y'all don't believe it, but I'm done preaching. Okay? Here's the deal. The Lord is going to bless people in this house today. The Lord is going to touch people in this house today. The Lord will heal people in this house today. There will, I'm telling you, bondage will be broken today. Fear will leave today. Anxiety and oppression and depression. I know what you're saying. Oh, you're just naming. Because you know why? If there's more than one person in the building, there's something going on. I don't need no spiritual insight to know that. I'm telling you, if we'll believe that God will do whatever, then he will do whatever it is that we need him to do in the house. That song we sing, he'll do whatever he said he'd do. That ain't just a song. That's what he said. If you don't want nothing, don't ask for nothing. If you don't want nothing, just leave it alone. But if you want something, just ask him. You have not because you ask not. So whatever you want from the Lord, he'll abundantly satisfy today. Whatever you want him to do in our lives, he'll do it today. We just got to believe that he'll do it for us. I say it all the time, so I might as well say it again. It's crazy how we can pray for other people and have great faith for other people, but have no faith for ourselves. When the Lord's saying, hey, the same faith that you got when you prayed for somebody else is the same faith. That'll move on your behalf. So I'm just a believer that the Lord can do anything in the house. You all right with that? All right. All right. So here's the deal. I'm done preaching, so here's what we're going to do. Nobody's going to call us out today. We like that. Nobody's going to embarrass us today. We really like that. Nobody's going to make us do anything that we don't want to do. I like that. But in a few moments, I'm going to ask everybody to... Bow their head and close their eyes. Not right now, but in a few moments. I'm going to ask everybody to bow their head and close their eyes. And the reason I do that is, number one, I want you to be real with yourself. I want you to be real with yourself. Second reason I ask people to bow their head and close their eyes is because of the fact uh, we live in a real nosy world. You raise your hand, your neighbor goes, hey, what you do? And then we tell them, 
Don't, don't tell your neighbor what you've done. I'm telling you, it ain't going to work out. Don't, don't tell your neighbor what you've done. Just go ahead and tell the Lord. He's the one that forgives sins. He's the one who takes care of situations. And the third reason is I don't want somebody to say, well, came to church today and I'm leaving the same way that I came. I don't know about you, but I don't know why I'd come to church and leave the same way that I came. So if we want something from the Lord today, I'm just a believer that he'll do that. All right? So again, nobody will call us out. Nobody will embarrass us. Nobody will make us do anything that we don't want to do. But in a few moments, we'll come to the front as a family and just talk to the Lord and say, Hey, Lord, it's me. Here I am. And whatever we need from the Lord, I literally believe he will abundantly satisfy. Is everybody all right with that? All right, bow your head and close your eyes. Every head bow, every eye closed in the building. Nobody's looking around. This is between you uh, and the Lord Jesus Christ. And so here we go. Anybody in this building here uh, today, you got pain in your body right now. Would you lift your hand? Got pain in your body. Hands are going up across the building, front to the back, side to side in every section. That's beautiful. You can put them down. Before you lift your hand, just listen. Every time you take a step forward, the enemy, the liar, the deceiver, Satan by name, tries to push you two steps back. For some, it might be your marriage. For some, it might be your relationship. For some, it might be your finances. For some, it might be your workforce. For some, it might be your ministry. And every time you try to do something for the kingdom of God, it seems like the enemy comes in like a flood and tries to destroy you. But you're in this building here today and you're realizing the kingdom of heaven is at hand and you know what you want the lord to work out a situation for you would you lift your hand you want him to work out a situation hands are going up all over the building front to the back side to side every section you can put them down I'm not talking about once saved always saved that's not in the bible that's man-made religion i'm not talking about accepting the lord as your personal savior, that's not in the Bible. That's a man-made religion. I'm talking about what the Word of God says, that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting and appeared in clothing tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each and every one of them, and they were all, not some, but they were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gave them utterance. Now, you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, that doesn't mean something's wrong with you. That just means it's a gift that comes from God that you haven't received yet. And as far as you know, with your walk with Jesus Christ, you've never spoke that heavenly language like they've done in the Bible. Would you lift your hand? Never spoke that heavenly language like they've done in the Bible. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. That's beautiful. You can put them down. Last question. I know people always like to know what time it is. It's 1039. <laughs> 10.39. If the Lord came in the next 30 minutes, are you ready? If the answer is no, if the answer is I'm not for sure, if the answer is, well, let me repent and move some stuff around. All those answers are beautiful because here's why. The Lord Jesus Christ has not come back yet for his bride. The second coming, the catching away, the trump of God is not sounded yet, meaning that we still have a chance to be renewed or refilled in the gift of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. And you're in this building here today, and you say, you know what, David? I realize that the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and 
I want to make sure that all is well between him and I. And if he would come in the next 30 minutes, I need to make sure that all is well between him and I. And you're in this building and you want to be renewed or refilled. To be renewed or refilled doesn't mean that you sinned. Doesn't mean that you've done something wrong. Just means you're filling back up. Means you're tanking back up. And you're in this building here today. You say, you know what? I need to be renewed or refilled in this house here today. Would you lift your hand? Being honest. Hands are being lifted all across the building, front to the back, side to side, in every section. Beautiful. You can put them down. You can lift your head and open your eyes. Thanks for being obedient. Every head was bowed. Every eye was closed. Nobody's looking around between you and the Lord. Today, about 60% of the building lifted their hands. You know what that lets me know? That lets me know that God has found favor. Not that anything is wrong, but that God has found favor. And when God finds favor in a house, he always blesses. When God finds favor in a house, he always does what he said he would do. So about, you know, 60, 70% of the building today lifted their hands, meaning that the Lord's going to do whatever it is that we need him to do. In a few moments, I'm giving instructions. In a few moments, <clears throat> I'm going to ask uh, folks to stand. And then uh, you might help us in the altar. You know who you are. I'd like uh, for our altar folks to come. And we're going to line up here across the front, and we're going to face the crown. We're going to smile, make yourself look happy. Make sure your breast smells good. And then what we'll do is that uh, everybody that's standing that lifted their hand that said, you know what, I'd like the Lord to do something for me. I'm going to ask you to step out in a moment, and then we're going to come down, and then we're going to repent as a family. You might be a guest here today. You might say, well, I'm a guest here today. Welcome to the family. If you've been here more than about five minutes, welcome to the family. Yeah, so we'll come down and we'll pray the prayer of faith, and then we'll give God the glory on what he's doing. Is that awesome? Everybody okay? All right, let's stand up if you're able. If you're not able to stand, I completely understand. I'd like for our altar ministers to come, altar workers, come and help me out. You know who you are. And uh, just come help me out a little bit. Here we go. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Say, who are these folks? These are folks that believe that the Lord can help us out. Karen, you want to come down this way, son? Thanks. All right. Again, you might be next to a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a guest. Uh, you might be next to someone you don't know that well, and you're thinking, man, I want to go pray, but I don't want to go by myself. Welcome to the friendliest church in town. You just tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, I want to go pray. Go with me. They'll say, okay. And you both come. All right? God's going to bless us in this house today. So now, if you lifted your hand, or maybe you didn't lift your hand, but now you're thinking, you know what? I, I just thought of something the Lord could do for me. You're in luck. This also is a church of second chances. Thank God for that, huh? <laughs> so you know what? You might have not raised your hand, but now you're thinking, boy, I really need the Lord to do something for me. Well, he will, and he's a God of second chances. You could come, all right? So now, if you lifted your hand, or maybe you didn't, but now you're thinking, I just thought of something the Lord could do. Would you just step out and just begin to come down right now? And here they come. Let's give them a hand clap of praise. Folks are coming down all across the building. They're coming down. Come on. You might want to invite somebody. And, and if they want to go pray, that's fine. And if not, it's okay. So we're good. People are coming. Yeah. Folks are coming down. Folks are coming down. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Folks are coming down. God's blessing people. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Ain't nobody going to shake on nobody today. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Ain't nobody going to make nobody do nothing they don't want to do. Can I get an amen? All right. Okay. I told one of my buddies not too long ago, I said, can I just be honest with you? He goes, yeah, because he's just so, and he says, uh, I said, everybody ain't as happy about church as you are. He goes, well, why not? I said, because they're not. He goes, well, they ought to be. I said, well, who died and made you king? He goes, well, I never thought of that. I said, everybody ain't as happy about going to church as you are. And just because I don't jump around, like everybody else jumps around, doesn't mean I don't love Jesus. Huh? I definitely can't pray like the elder. I've been in them prayer rooms. I, mean, I wish I could. I might ought to practice more. But that doesn't mean I don't know the Lord. Huh? I definitely can't sing like half these up here, but I like to. I yodel more than anything, but I sure have. But you know what? But I'm doing the best that I can. Sometimes I'm just making a joyful noise. <laughs> before the Lord. How can I get an amen out there if you can't sing? <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? Just because everybody doesn't do it like you do it doesn't mean it's not him. That's why I say people won't pull on people. People won't shake on people. People don't grab on people because everybody doesn't pray the same way. Just because I don't lift my hands doesn't mean I don't love the Lord. Just because I don't get on my knees doesn't mean I don't love the Lord. Everybody does it a different way. And I always say it, but I'll say it again. Altar ministers, make sure you ask that person, is it okay if I pray for you? If they say no, say, God bless you. Keep moving. That's just the way, that's the way I like to do it. We good? We're going to repent as a family today. After we repent, we're just going to start thanking him for the Holy Ghost. Whatever you want from the Lord, I believe that he'll do. We got men and women of God that are ready to pray and agree with you. That's all in the Bible. Everything we're doing right now is in the Bible. So we're going to repent, and then we're going to thank him for the Holy Ghost, and Jesus is going to bless people all across this building. Are you okay with that? Let's repent as a family. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've done, that I've said and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my deliverance, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for filling me and refilling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Come on, why don't we begin to thank him for his power right now? Altar ministers, why don't you find someone to pray for right now? By the authority in the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus, receive ye the gift of the Holy Ghost. Receive your miracle, your deliverance, let it happen right now in the name of Jesus Christ.
I'm going to put this mic down, but I need some praying people right now. I'm going to put the mic down, but I need some praying people right now. Give me four minutes, and then I'll, I'll get us out of here. Three minutes, four minutes, and I'll get us out of here. I'll turn it to pastor. Um, there's a lot of miscommunication about baptisms. It goes against our grain sometimes. It goes against tradition. Sometimes it even goes, family members are like, oh, my Lord, what are you doing? But the Bible's pretty clear on baptism, but there's a lot of man-made baptisms that you cannot find in the Word of God. So let me share with you today. Give me about four minutes, okay? Uh, In John 3, 5, the Bible said, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You've got to be born of the water and of the spirit to enter the kingdom of God. Okay? You might be able to see the kingdom, but you can't enter. I remember being in San Diego and we went to the line and I was looking over in Tijuana, but we wasn't there. I was still in San Diego. Okay? So I could see it, but I wasn't entering. That Bible, a little few scriptures, you, you might see it, but we want to enter it, okay? So you got to be born of the Word and the Spirit. If you've never been baptized, you should be baptized today. If you don't know how you were baptized, you need to be uh, re-baptized. If, they don't, if you don't know what they said when they baptized you, you should be re-baptized. I've been putting in a little clause because I've been seeing this happen. If you had maybe went on an extended vacation. And every time you come to the house of the Lord and baptism comes up, you get this prick in your heart where you start thinking, should I, should I do that again? I had somebody tell me, well, I, listen to me. Nobody knows you like you. So if you have questions about your baptism, if you have questions about, you know, maybe I, maybe I did it and didn't even know why I did it. Or, or maybe I, I've been on an extended vacation and I just feel like I ought to be washed again. It's okay. Pastor, are we okay? It's okay to be rebaptized. And I tell people it's, you know, it's not okay to not know how you was baptized it is okay to forget where you park your car at walmart that's why you have a clicker (laughs) and you're like oh yeah thank god that's my car okay so let me share with you man-made baptisms sprinkling never happened in the bible infant baptism never happened in the bible father son and holy ghost baptism never happened in the bible Nobody in the Bible was ever baptized in Muhammad or Allah or any, ain't none of them. Okay? That's all man-made baptisms. But I'll go to Matthew 28 and 19. It talks about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but you've got to read the whole scripture. And Matthew 28 and 19, it says, Go ye therefore, comma, and it says, Teach all nations. You can see it up there for yourself. Teach all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, comma, and of the Son, comma, 
and of the Holy Ghost with them two little dots on the end. That's not a misprint on the screen or in your Bible. If you went to school and listened, them two little dots meant something was coming after that. I didn't learn that in school. Somebody told me that later. Uh, school wasn't my best subject. But anyway, them two dots mean something's coming after. So I am a father and I am a son, but when I die, I'm going to be a spirit, but my name is David Smith. If I wrote everybody a check today for two grand, you'd say, praise God. I can't wait till next Sunday. <laughs> two grand, I want to do a little bit more than your 1400 And um, you know you got it. Uh, so two grand, David and Carlin Smith, Okima, Oklahoma, 297-01-4506 for all you hackers. And um, 2000, I'm going to sign your check, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. When you get to the bank, the banker's going to say, the money's in the bank. You're going to be like, thank you, Jesus. The banker's going to say, you know what? And the check's real. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. And then the banker's going to say, but there's only one problem. There's no signature. There's no name. The banker says, you need to go back and find that man and cross out the titles and have him put his name if you ever want to cash the check. If you, I'm just telling you, if you want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, you need the name, you need the Holy Ghost. If you just want to hear, well done, I won't say nothing else. So here we go. <laughs> Never mind. If you can show me in that scripture that anybody ever got baptized, and the titles are sprinkling or infant, the most three commas you always hear about. I'll give you 10 grand today before you leave, and pastor will double it. Because <laughs> it never happened. You said, woo. He said, so how should I be baptized? It's a simple scripture, but it's powerful. Acts 2 and 38. Then Jesus said unto them, Was you listening? Then Peter, I was just seeing if he's listening to me. I shouldn't have did that. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and to be baptized, every one of you. Not some of you, not a few of you, not if Grandma said it was all right. He said, Every one of you. What? In the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We got water, we got robes, we got towels, we've never lost no one in the tank true and so i'm bound by the word of the lord to talk about holy ghost signs wonders and miracles and baptisms every time that i'm supposed to minister the gospel so i have to ask today anybody today want to be baptized anybody want to be rebaptized today it takes about three or four minutes to get everything ready and we can do that in jesus name or you want to be baptized sir all right to god be the glory all right anybody else all right who's the we good, Pastor? Any, who, who's the gentleman that takes care of baptisms? Is that you, Brother Aaron? All right, he'll get him ready. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap of praise while your pastor comes. Beautiful. How many of you are thankful for the Word of God today and the man of God? I love the way that Brother Smith presents it. God has given him a unique gifting to present the word of God. 
I'm, I'm kind of like you. My favorite, I didn't do too good in school. My favorite subject was recess. So we all got the same. But you make it so presentable that if I can just pick up my faith to believe, God can do anything. And that's what he did. And the greatest mark in all of that is, is for you and I to see this, how much God loves his people. And what you saw here today and what you have experienced is the fact you felt the presence of God, but it was his love to us that he cares about all of us. One more time, stand to your feet, lift your hands. Thank God for the presence of God that's here and what he has done. Jesus, I thank you for your people. I thank you for the word of God, the man of God, the anointing that is on him. And you've allowed it to move through us and we've been touched by heavenly things. God, we thank you today for it. I pray your favor to go with us. Every miracle that's taken place, every person's heart that was touched, God, seal it until that day that you call us home. I pray it in the name of Jesus Christ. Clap your hands to him as one offering of praise and thanksgiving for what God has done in this place. Remember 515 tonight in the prayer rooms. Brother Smith will be back with us again tonight. If you can't.